Hello there and welcome to the podcast Biblical Question. Today's topic is when others disappoint you. When others disappoint you. A man and a woman stand in front of each other and make promises to each other. They promise each other to to love, honor, cherish until death do we part. Then several years down the road, one leaves the other. Do you think there was some one that was disappointed, that felt a little left down? Yes, of course. A man gets hurt at his job and he's laid up for months and the workman's comp insurance is slow and they're fighting the issue. And, but he says to himself, I live with my brother. I really don't have much to worry about. Because my brother, he'll help me and he'll take care of me. But when it's all said and done, the brother does nothing to help his brother who is in need. Do you think there were feelings of being let down? Yes, I would say so. A young lady tells her church that she will be able to take care of a need of an elderly lady. This elderly lady, she needs a ride to the grocery store and to the pharmacy about once a week. Two weeks later, the young lady has not fulfilled what she said that she would do. Is there a letdown here? Yes, in fact, probably more than one person might feel a little let down in this case. Not only the person who was in need of have a ride, but the church also has been let down when they found out this lady has depleted her food supply and they thought she was being taken care of. Parents that raise their children to be faithful members of the kingdom of God, and when they get out on their own, they simply just walk away from everything they were taught. The fact of the matter is that we can be let down by very close loved ones. We can be let down by fellow Christians. We better just stop hoping that people will not let us down. It is just a fact of life that someone somewhere along the path of life you're going to be let down probably more than once is a very good possibility how do we react to these disappointments do we make huge plans to to get even with them or do we pray for them and forgive them in the gospel accounts you will never find jesus laughing and joking around Nowhere is it recorded that he even gave one smile, but I'm sure that he did. But what you do find is having emotional letdown. He cried and he sweated blood, or two examples. The prophet Isaiah, the the famous chapter, uh, chapter 53, verse 3, says this, He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. You see, the fact of the matter is that Jesus was not really liked by those who should have been supporting his ministry here on earth. Jesus always seemed to be at odds with the Jewish leaders. The fact was that the Jewish leaders really hated Jesus. They really didn't like him. They called him a false prophet. They tried to turn the people against him. They called him a drunk and a gluttoner. 
They told others that he had a demon and was a deceiver. They even accused Jesus of doing miracles by the power of the evil one. Do you think this was a letdown for Jesus? See, over and over and over again, Jesus was let down by those who called him friend. Do you think it was a let down when you're betrayed by a kiss? It really doesn't take much reading, and you'll get the idea that Jesus was let down by people. Most of the time, it, it almost appears. Jesus, despite all the emotional hurt and the physical pain that he went through, never entered into sin. And if anyone had a reason to get mad at people, it would have been Jesus. So what are some results of, from a relationship that has let you down? Well, one, you can get a hard heart. You can have this attitude of, well, you burned me once and you'll never do that again. And I'll never be able to trust you in another relationship. Secondly, you could have this prideful spirit. I'll never do that again. I'm much better than that. And thirdly, we can justify our sinful nature in thinking, well, I'm worth more than what the boss is paying me. So I'll take a few things from work. Everyone else is doing it, so why not me? And of course, lastly, there's this get-even attitude. A lot of Western movies are made on this. You hurt me and, and you embarrassed me, so I'm going to do the same to you. And at this moment, there, there are some of us that, that your heart's just simply not right with someone else's. And because of this, you're in danger of missing out on what God has in store for you and I. The first big point I want to make is we, we need a love with a thicker skin. Proverbs 19.11 says, A man's discretion makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook a transgression. We need to learn how to be slow to anger. We need to ask God for thicker skin when it comes to disappointments and letdowns from others so that we are not distracted from what God really wants us to be doing. Some of us are too easily offended. So when a person at church hurts your feelings, what happens? Do we get upset? Maybe even angry? We start to say things that really are not necessary. And we seem to hang on to that hurt if we allow this to continue. And that will damage the relationship with others and with God. The old John Wayne movie said one time, Son, all that hate's going to eat you alive. And that's exactly right. I know personally I've asked God many times to help me to have thicker skin. I'm not sure that I'm easily offended on a personal level. We, we all get our feelings hurt from time to time when we're trying to help the church or help someone who's all been out of shape to, to get over the situation that they might be in. I know that I should not let things bother me, but it's difficult. And for some reason, when we start to see other people, we're not putting off our efforts into the kingdom correctly. We're, we're actually on the surface it appears that we really don't care about our brethren who's caused us the problem. You see, if the church is having a problem and doesn't seem 
to, to directly affect you, then the opposite, you ignore it until it's at your footstep. Some of us need to, to get over the thought that Johnny or Amy doesn't like me. We need to stop looking at people and thinking that everyone in is out to hurt me. If the church is having a problem and does not seem to directly affect you, do you ignore the problem or do you try to help solve it? Some of us need to get over the thought that Johnny and Annie doesn't like me. We need to stop looking at people and thinking that everyone is out to hurt us. Even if they are really trying to hurt others or you, you simply can't control them. In turn, we really need to have thicker skin. Jesus in his work would have to have really thick skin because if he had thin skin, where would we be today? If Jesus had carried the attitude that we often do, he would never perform another miracle because he'd say, oh, they really don't appreciate me. Where would we be today if Jesus got so upset that he came to the conclusion that we as a people do not like him and don't appreciate him, so he decides to let us swim in our sins so that we may never gain eternal life. We need to be able to endure relationship pain. Again, the fact of life is that people will let you down. So we need to stop thinking and hoping that they will not. People are not built to meet your needs or my needs. And we need to stop putting our faith in other people. We need to be putting our hopes and trust in God. Because he is really the one who can take care of all of our needs. And he will never let you down. Does it mean that we ignore relationships or never start a relationship? We just need to understand that, like us, we have faults and we say things and make mistakes. And we want always people to forgive us and perhaps look the other way. And, but we don't want to return that in, in favor. Oh, shame on us. We should be wanting to forgive one another. In our society, it's always about me, myself, and I. Those are the three famous people. If you don't believe me, just ask me, right? Paul speaks how we are to treat one another. Here in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, starting in verse 12. And we tell, excuse me, we toil working with our own hands. We are reviled, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure when we are slandered, we continue to try. We, come, we have become the scum of the world and dregs of all things, even till now. So you see, when, when people hurt us, when we go home and we start thinking about how we can get back and get even with them, Paul says, no, we're to bless those people. We are to endure when people do harsh things against us. We are to have a heart that mirrors the image of Christ's heart. Jesus' heart was not one of revenge. Isaiah 53 again. Verse 7 says, He was opposed. He was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that was led to slaughter. Like a sheep that was silent before its shearers. So he did not open his mouth. 
You see, Jesus never once opened his mouth and while he's being persecuted and said, Well, you good for nothing, people? I'll show you. You really are the scum of the earth, and I'm going to get even with you. Jesus never said that. I don't believe there was ever even a thought in his mind about getting even. He was there and had a mission to show the love of God, the compassion of God, to show people like you and me the right way to live in the path through the cross to his throne room. You see, when people hurt us and, and let us down, we need to be very careful in wanting to show them up. There was a book that came out years ago. In fact, I believe it was on the New York uh, bestseller. It was called How to Get Even with Your Neighbor. It really makes you wonder what goes through people's minds. How many of those people read the book and carried out some of those acts and claimed to be a, a follower of Christ? I actually do know two families who were always trying to get even with each other years ago. Each time one family would do something, the other one had to come up with something bigger bigger and badder and to get even. But the fact is, Jesus prayed for those who hurt him. He did not read or endorse any kind of a book about getting even. Second, we... We, we need to ask God for a softer heart. We need to ask God for a softer heart. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Here, here is Jesus on the cross. He just had nails ran through his hands and his feet. He's been mocked. He's been scourged. He's been spit upon. He's been every kind of emotional pain. We don't always focus on that, but how could he not if he was a man and did not have feelings hurt and going through the pain and suffering that he really did not deserve. But here you see on the cross in Luke 23, verse 34, Jesus is saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots and divided up his garments among themselves. If there was anyone who deserved to have his heart turn hard and want to get even. It was Jesus. No one would have blamed him. It would have been all too easy for him. He said, well, look, I'm not going to pay for your sins. Sorry, you're on your own. You see so much pain in the news today. And when you see a victim of a family, they, they say all kinds of hateful things. And I understand they, they want justice. And they really are suffering. You can see the tears. But they simply just say all kinds of hateful things that maybe down the road they might regret. But to hear them say, I can never ever forgive you. I can never forgive that person what you did. It really saddens my heart. And I've often wondered about how many of those people are claiming to follow Christ. Yes, of course, we all get hurt, and we all say things that we shouldn't say. But we need to ask God for help and courage to forgive, and we too want forgiveness. And to say that you've never hurt anybody else or intentionally went and attacked somebody else to get even or just being spiteful, 
We've all fallen short of, of the glory of God. We've all hurt each other's feelings. We've all let each other down. And we need to start thinking, this is only about me, myself, and I. Wanting forgiveness for what you have done, that's something that we all want. And yet you say you'll never forgive the other person. We really need to be remorseful of our sins, and we need to be able to find forgiveness in our heart to other people. That doesn't excuse them of the wrong they've done. Just let God handle that. You and me just need to, to find a way to have peace so the hate doesn't eat us alive and harden our hearts and move us further away from God. Some people will never find forgiveness from other people they, whom they've hurt. And I do really understand. It's not easy to forgive. I've been a victim more than once of the wrath of another human being. Somehow, if I want to be forgiven, I must find forgiveness for those people who set out to destroy my life. This has been one area that we all really need to grow in. The only way that I have been able to find relief of the pain and the disappointment, and the only way I was able to release all of that anxiety was through a serious prayer life. I prayed nonstop for a heart full of love and forgiveness. I hope that you would too, that we'd all want to have a heart just like Christ has. Ezekiel chapter 36, 26 says this, Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. The question today for all of us, what kind of a heart are you carrying around with you? Is your heart full of hate due to events in your life? Are you carrying a hard heart full of envy and strife because someone else made that heart turn a little harder because you have that get-even attitude? Or are you really carrying a heart of flesh that is a forgiving heart? A heart of flesh is much lighter than one of stone. For me to choose, it's the obvious. What choices have you made in your life? If we need a brand new heart, God can give that to us. He can create in us a new heart and cleanse us from our sins and, and place His Spirit within you. God wants all of us to have a heart like His. I hope today that you will stop and reflect in your life what kind of a heart and attitude do you have toward others. Life is not easy, I, I get that. But through prayer and study of the Word and moving on with our lives and letting God handle those who have persecuted us and sinned against us, in the long run we'll be much happier. We'll have peace in our life. Our family, our homes will be a happier place. To God be the glory. If you'd like to find out more about us at biblicalquestion.com, uh, you may go to the web page there and you'll find uh, thing, information about us and a way to contact us and send us questions as we also will offer question and answers on the podcast 
as we collect uh, answer uh, questions. Excuse me. And I certainly hope that you'll pray for our ministry to be successful and that we'd always have Christ's blessing as well. We uh, have a worldwide audience from, from Japan, the Philippines, and the United States. And we certainly enjoy knowing that you're listening. Thank you, and may God bless you.